Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Did I tell you about the wood hookers? No, I don't think you did. (laughs) Well, when you're driving through... Poland. For one thing, they don't have like a lot of super highway. I don't know that it's just Poland. And I guess I could say allegedly, you know. Mm. Um, in your experience. In my experience. Uh, there, but but like I've driven from Brodnica to Warsaw, which is, I don't know, it's a two hour drive, but it's just a two lane road pretty much all the way. And then they have signs. It's so funny. Like, I don't know. So, some stuff in Poland. So, like, when you're about to go through a town, it means mm-hmm. you have to come to a, basically a screeching halt. Like, you're going oh 70 kilometers and then you have to go 20 or something, which is oh almost God. backwards. Um, and it all you know it because it shows you there's a sign, a rectangular horizontal sign that has the outline of a, um, a city. Mm-hmm. And then you know that you've left the city and you can resume your speed because that same sign has an X through it. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it it is on the other side, yeah. What clear communicative signs? Well, yeah. It's so Uh, weird. Not not all of them. Actually, they also have signs. The round signs are like, I think they're blue with a red X, Mm -hmm. which always freak me out because I'm like, oh, my God, that means like one way, not not this way. Yeah, yeah. No, it means no parking. So Poland continues to make people want to make jokes. But anyway, crazy. So, so, but what I noticed was that we would be driving along quite often on these beautiful country roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that was interesting was in the evening, the a lot of these farmers just go to sleep. Like you would pass so many houses, farmhouses, on uh, big plots of land with that are just, you know, shadows on the mm. on the fields, which is kind of neat. I wondered, you know, what it would be like at Christmas. Mm-hmm. I could see it being very moody. But anyway, um, and, but a lot of people have long driveways that come okay. onto these main roads. And sometimes, like, when we first went there, we stopped. There was an older woman uh, sitting at the end of her driveway with a um, – a, she was selling mushrooms, chanterelles, okay. in fact, for a really mm. good price. 
And a lot of times it was raspberries and stuff while I was there, whatever was Mm -hmm. in season. But sometimes (laughs) there are women sitting in chair, like folding chairs at the end of their driveways, very made up and just Uh sitting there. And I finally asked Adam, what is this? And he's like, oh, that's the wood hookers. Those are the wood hookers. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? They literally are. That's what they are. They're, They're sex workers. More power to them, although it seems dangerous, um, who just wait at the end of the road. And then I guess that, you know, any, whoever, I'm, I'm picturing truck drivers, but I guess whoever wow. can stop and um, get some sort of service. Let's, wow. Yeah, there were a lot of them. A lot of wood hookers. Oh, I think it's heard really- of road kill. Now meet road slay. <laughs> It's really fun. But I was saying to Adam, my only concern was this is dangerous for them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's always dangerous. Um, yeah. Yes. Um, period. Mm-hmm. New sentence. But <laughs> but he did he did say that he he suspected that that probably their their um managers <laughs> oh. were were probably nearby, were re- you know, ready in the wood. To wow. help, yeah. Although wow. we pronounce the wood, the wood, the wood. I don't know. You know, L's L's sound like W's, W's sound like V's. It's a crazy language. That's so yeah. wild. Yeah. So wow. Polish right, woodworkers. Well, you know what that reminds me of? Yeah. Traders. <laughs> Best friends. I'm Paige. And I'm Beth. Great. And I am not a woodhooker, but I no. know now it is available to me should I need to be. Yes, of course. And absolutely no judgment to the wood hookers, the wood sex workers, the wood anybody's. Mm-hmm. You do you, Woody Wood Wood. <laughs> There's a certain <laughs> symmetry to it, really. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. All right. Well, okay. So today we're doing the traders again. In case you aren't listening to the Love is Blind episodes, I apologize. This one's my fault because I had to go to New York because I had to have meetings there. And that meant that I did not have time. I was not going to pack all my equipment and do all that and bring all that. Or, and I could have either put out an episode with really bad sound quality or done this and waited. I think it's this fine. This is what we did. This is what we did. And in addition to that, today is a a different sort of episode because I didn't uh, take any notes because I chose to enjoy myself (laughs) because I waited to watch the episode until I got home because Richie and I watched together. Mm -hmm. And we have this fun tradition of whenever we get home from a trip, we order ramen. Like Mm -hmm. we get in the shower, we have sherry, Mm -hmm. we order ramen before the shower and then get Mm -hmm. out and like all put on nice pajamas, Mm -hmm. all, all two of us. Put on nice pajamas and then watch something we've been looking forward to, mm-hmm. which is a great tradition. And the house is always clean because another part of the tradition is I don't leave the house until it's super spick and span. Yeah. So. Good good choice. Yeah. So I got home Sunday night, dead fucking tired. That was the long. No flight has ever been longer in my life than that six hour flight. It was so fucking long. Truly time was bent. It was so bizarre. I was like looking at the. T- I would go to take a nap. And it'd be like, okay, there's like two hours and 20 minutes left. And then I would go take a nap. And mm-hmm. then it'd be like, so it's like two hours. And then 
it'd be like, and then I take a nap and then wake up and it'd be an hour and 50 minutes left. I'm like, how is it still like two hours? I hate that. Oh my God. I will say yesterday was so weird. I almost asked if you were feeling, I felt like time was going real slow yesterday. Hmm. I can't remember feeling like that. And I don't mean it felt like it was, I was perceiving it that way. I mean, I, I, it felt like something was up (laughs) to me. I wouldn't even be surprised. Yeah. At this point. No. So but anyway. So, but so when I watched the episode, we ordered ramen uh-huh. and we were drinking champagne and actually sake this time. We were mm-hmm. drinking sake and we were, we were having ramen and mm-hmm. we just watched it. So I watched mm-hmm. it last night. So I'm fresh on it, but I did mm-hmm. not take any notes. So you're going to take the wheel. Go ahead, Jesus. Take the wheel. Well, I waited until I could take notes. So I did. Okay. So I opened with poverty is still gone. Alas. Yeah. yeah it felt like such a like many many moons ago and it was but like that she was the last she was out and i couldn't believe we were still waiting on hearing if kate accepts the traitorship because i guess that that specifically i guess that that specifically (laughs) felt like a really long time ago because i knew what her answer was going to be yeah oh of course so yeah i mean so it was kind of just like no suspense there but yeah, so we well we open with Kate going into the dungeon and she's saying I hate this place, but I'm thinking, do you really? Because that's a real dungeon. That's pretty creepy and cool. Yeah. Phaedra comes over. She's not very well disguised with her hood on because her stature is pretty distinctive in the house. I think she's probably one of the slightest women there, mm-hmm. right? She's yeah. Very. I feel like she's very short. Yeah, I think, I think she's, she's super adorable. Small. I love her. Uh she's fun sized though. Um, <laughs> And uh, anyway, so of course, though, it, it, she she puts the 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 uh, hood back and mm-hmm. Kate says, you sly fox. Mm-hmm. She was obviously wasn't surprised at that point. She wasn't surprised it was Phaedra. Right. And Phaedra has to go through the motions of offering her ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I was surprised that Kate didn't just interrupt to say, I'm in. Yeah, I know. Before she even got to the or. Yeah. I know. I, I, and I was also surprised she didn't make a joke of some kind. She was just like, I accept. Maybe they had to like make it really clear that well, that's what her answer was. Immediately thereafter, she said, I do love a dramatic cloak and I do love a VIP club and <laughs> I do love knowing secrets. Yeah, which is all very relatable. Yeah. So she taught, this is fun because she's like, well, who was it? Was it, or was it the three of you the whole time? And she said, no, we recruited Parvati. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and which then, I had forgotten, honestly. I was like, oh yeah, uh-huh. I, uh-huh. she was so a traitor to me the whole time. I forgot that she ever wasn't. Yeah, actually, and I would have liked that. Would have been a cool thing for her to say in her going away. I am a traitor, but she should have said, "But I haven't been the whole time you thought I was." Yeah, yeah, that would have been a fun addition. That would have uh, been. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Phaedra declares that just being with Dan was like eating dry Melba toast with no butter and no jam. <laughs> Pretty funny and pretty, so mean. Uh, pretty um, vivid. Yeah, vivid. And they discuss who to get rid of. And suddenly, I like Kate because they are—they're having so much fun with this. It was—I didn't anticipate that. I didn't anticipate just loving them together. Well, she's, she's a villain. Kate's a villain. So when she's like on the fighting for the good guys and she's bored, she sucks. And I don't like—I don't like her like. So just like, mm, I guess, yeah, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Pfft, everything's stupid, dumb, uh. Because it's so obviously covering up for the fact that she, like, it's a very clearly a personality she developed after probably being disappointed a lot as a child and having <laughs> to pretend she doesn't care anyway and she, like, wants it to be disappointing. So I just find it, like, a little transparent and annoying 
Mm-hmm. But she does have the best one-liners. There's no, no one has anything on her for the one-liners. Peter puts the dick in dictator. That's exactly right. Yep. Actually, Phaedra and she both are good for the one-liners. So Phaedra I guess they... didn't, yeah, Phaedra didn't suck. She said of Trishel, throw your, throw your notebook away with your little funny hats. <laughs> so the question is, they're trying to decide whether to kill Trishel or Kevin. And Which is my, crazy because we did because those are the two people who we knew suspected Phaedra. So yeah. I thought that that was dumb on Phaedra's part to be like going with that. There were but, there were other other options, but yeah. um, but like here we are. Peter, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I guess that they I, were trying because, like, I understood if they were trying to be like, let's give it to like, let's vote out somebody who we know doesn't have the shield because the shield was clearly found in the pipe, you know, like whatever. But Trishel was down there. Yeah. Kevin Kevin was a safe bet because he wasn't. Right. But yeah, I mean, like, I didn't understand that at all. Why not try to get Peter out? Right. That's stupid. Well, they just say, they declare signed, sealed, delivered, you're dead. Mm-hmm. This is fun. No, that's and what Kate said, yeah. I, I thought it was fun. She so, just, yeah, she is more likely to have fun when she can fuck with people. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah. So the next morning, Kate enters with Sandra, who I'd completely forgotten about for one merciful moment. <laughs> CT comes in, and they sit here and talk shit about Peter. Mm-hmm. I do think, as I'm listening to them, I'm just thinking, Peter's strategy to keep Parvati was really dumb. It was just really dumb. It was so It was stupid. never going to be his, He lost the trust of the people who he had. But is that the conversation when they're playing pool, when they're, like, in the pool room? And he's like, so who are you thinking about voting for? And CT's like, honestly, you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, CT. I love him so much. And he's just, like, bouncing balls around and crouching and, like, looking. at He doesn't give a fuck. Right. CT is so obviously not a traitor. But yeah. if he were to play like this and be a traitor, I would be like, this guy is the best. Give him Brilliant. an Oscar. Yeah. Like, he's so, but he's so funny. I just think he's so funny to watch. He genuinely makes me want to watch the challenge, which I, don't know. I saw a clip the other day. Did you see that clip I posted? No, I should. I want to watch. Seems like he might be kind of hot in it. Uh, Oh yeah, I did. I have already looked him up. Um, He was. Yeah. I. I mean, I agree. It seems like he was. Yeah. Um. So Peter comes in. He wasn't expecting to be there. MJ comes in right behind him, but MJ sees something in Kate's face. Mm Hmm. Big time. Big time. Cherie comes in, but my thought was Kate should tell MJ she just heard. Like she should take her side and say, you know, right before you came in, Sandra said. Or Sandra said something suspicious, and I, yeah. it was really disconcerting. A she could have percent. because then it would have rung so true, and she could have gotten rid of Sandra. someone else. I totally agree. But Kate's not interested in playing the game, so she's not really coming up with things to do. Mm. So, but I agree because MJ comes in, she's just like, "Something's up. What's going on with your face?" And then Kate in the confessional is just like, "Like get you know, like get off my dick, leave me alone, like why mm. you know whatever." And it's just like, but yeah, she could have played that. But the thing is, Kate also is like fine behind bulletproof glass. Like she doesn't actually say anything in front of people. She's just a shit talker behind people's back. She doesn't actually have any guts. Right. <laughs> so like she that's that's kind of my problem with her. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, yeah, she wasn't really going to like step to, to MJ and do anything really strong. She's kind of she's a peanut gallery queen. I'm just surprised, though, how ill prepared any of these people are with a defense. Mm hmm. Because yeah. they they know that they're. They know they're going to be lying and they know they're going to be scrutinized. It's yeah. not like you should just always be ready with a lie in life, but I would think under these circumstances. In a game about lying, you should. Yeah. 
So uh, Phaedra and John come in, and then the last person in is Trishel. Mm-hmm. So Kevin is so out. Kevin's gone. I'm okay with that. I mean, I thought he was he was real nice looking, and he's personable. Yeah, he's really hot. Uh-huh, I just didn't I, like I didn't like the way he spoke that one day when Kate first arrived at the mm-hmm. round table and he was talking. That was the only thing I didn't like about him when he was just like, they're going to all do the kind of like what we were just talking about love and Bl- love is blind. It's like the passive aggressive talking as if people aren't in the room thing. Yes. And then saying like, hey, are you listening to me when Kate was ta- just asking who what his name was? Yeah. To the person next to her. I do. But on the other hand, maybe Kate's super obnoxious in person and was not listening. <laughs> But the way it was edited made him look like an asshole, and that's all I can truly go off of. It did, and I thought so at the time. I had kind of forgotten it since because I think he isn't. So who knows? Who cares? We're never going to see him, you know, in this circumstance again. Uh, So it turns out Trishel has a shield. We knew that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because CT told her to keep it and not tell anybody, which mm -hmm. was great. Mm -hmm. And so they they came pretty close to fucking up again, but didn't. So Mm -hmm. that's good. Crazy. Um, when Alan says to Peter, Peter, bring Kevin to me, I was really puzzled for a minute. I thought like, I did too, but I was like, what is happening? It was kind of disappointing. Yeah. No but, drama. Uh, it was what, just he, the portrait. Yeah. He meant the portrait. Um, I guess, you know, like the, my next note is that, that Trishel and Peter are walking in the hall and she asked him if he likes this better than the bachelor. And he says, Yes. Oh, yeah. And he says it's a billion times more stressful on The Bachelor, which I can believe. Yeah, I mean, I mean all the pressure's on on you, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, here, at least, it's it's sort of evenly divided. And you know what you're doing. You're there to lie. Yes. You don't, you know, it's like it's kind of you're playing a game you know you're playing, whereas you're having to re- manage a lot of different personalities mm-hmm. and make a big impact on someone's life. Did he end up with anyone on The Bachelor? Well, No. I mean, yes, proposed, but probably, then no. and now they're not together, right? Exactly. Okay. I, I don't even remember. Who. Yeah, I'm just, just curious. Rem- I remember who he was. It wasn't. He was the one with the mother who was saying, "Go get our girl," <laughs> because he picked the wrong one. Oh my god, she was crazy. Everybody thought she was like real. She was America's sweetheart for one brief shining moment because she called him on his bullshit, and then, mm. but then when she was weeping about the girl, everybody's like, "Ooh." <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So uh, anyway, here comes the campaign to get rid of Peter. And mm-hmm. Phaedra is spearheading it. Right. So uh, John and Trishel are talking. Phaedra walks past. Sandra has just learned the word sus. <laughs> I know. I had that same thought. Oh, it just seems sus. 
Yeah. She said it at least twice in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, pe- I did, but I didn't hate Sandra in this episode, I will say. I can't remember exactly what moments felt good, but there were a couple moments where I was like, yeah, get them, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I truly hate Sandra always, so I can't agree with you, but I, I, I hear the words that you're saying. Thank you for acknowledging me. I acknowledge. Thanks. So Peter, John, and Trichelle are talking. Uh, clearly, those three are on the same side, and they're saying they need to persuade Sandra and uh, Sandra and CT. Right. Um, and the – I can't – who do they want to get rid of? Kate? No, they wanted Phaedra? to get rid of – they want to get rid of Phaedra. Yeah. Um, because Trishel's been on this ever since Dan left. Actually, before Dan left, she's been thinking that Phaedra was a traitor, and no one's listening to her. And it's so funny when I don't, when I'm like mad at someone, I'm like, oh my god, they're so annoying. Like, shut up about Phaedra. But I'm like, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> like Peter, to be honest, is not wrong. He had that one no. stupid fucking plan, and that wasn't as cool as he thought. But the thing is, is that actually he's not fucking wrong. He's been right about every traitor. Like his instincts. He's milk toast. That's his big. His big sin is that he's milk toast. He's really without any genuine or unique charisma. Uh, yeah, but I, I, he's grown on me a little bit. Oh my god, you're a traitor. <laughs> so they just go a little bit. I think just a little bit because of the play with Parvati when they were in the kitchen and there was like weird sexual tension between them. Well, where, like it true. seemed like they were both fucking with each other, and that kind of made me see him a, with a little bit, uh, just a degree more of hotness. Apparently, I was the only one who fell for what he was proposing to her, though. Yes. Okay. That's a lie. Uh, <laughs> didn't know that. So they go over to a church. Um, this is where the next challenge is. This challenge does not suck. Uh, I like the finally. ones in the church, usually. I really well, liked the one they did last year. They did one, la- I think it was last year, where they... Um, where everybody had, there was a different bell with a different rope, like to pull it and make the bell ring. Yeah. And there was music and you had to figure out what notes were the, were the bells. Mm-hmm. And then you had to play the song and people in the castle had to guess what the song was. Oh, that's Which was fun. really funny because all you have to be able to do is read music. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is funny because like, if there's one person who can read music, they have a secret superpower. Yeah. Like, it's just very funny. And if you don't, how the fuck? So, but yeah, Lost I mean, I would have crushed that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what was funny was that as they're walking in, Kate says, of course, on my first day as a trader, we're going to church. Going to church. Yeah. <laughs> so the challenge in there is they are going to shoot at and break, ideally break windows with crossbows. And so That's everybody crazy. has like a stained glass window with their name on it. It's set up sort of like a tic-tac-toe board um, mm-hmm. with some space in between. The challenge is clearly not as easy as as it looks. That it's because I think the crossbow was got, real yeah. weird. Like not a specific. It wasn't like a real crossbow. It was like wood. Well, it's it really rudimentary technology too. You know, like it, you yeah. can kind of like you can make it go forward, but other than that, you don't have a tremendous amount of control. And it didn't have a hugely strong stream once it got past about eight feet. But the thing was is that this was my favorite challenge by far to watch. Because it was manageable. We knew we could see yes. all the stakes. Everything was right there. It was very uh-huh. visual. Yes. But also, it was really cool to watch them all for the first time in any of these, watch them all as a team develop a strategy mm-hmm. where they're all like, oh, because that, that's what happens. If you're like, if your car breaks down on the side of the road and it's stuck in a ditch, mm-hmm. the team is going to have to work together and come up with weird little ways to fix the problem. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you're going to have to do it. And it's like, I really liked seeing them all sort of just like learn 
I am always interested in, in learning a very specific temporary skill. <laughs> Even like when you, you get disconnected from this number 10 times, this customer service number, and then you get really good at knowing you have to press two, four, three, and then six, and then you'll get uh, to a person. It's like, <laughs> yes. I love that like specific yes. temporary knowledge. Yes. So I liked seeing them all develop that together. Yeah. Agreed. And that looked like so much satisfying fun to break that, what I assume is sugar glass. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, so CT gets Vader out, MJ's out, Sandra's out. Everybody's missing CT. They waste like seven shots on CT. They waste was... $2,000 on him. Uh, yeah, because they are losing money from the, the kitty every time they miss. $250 they, they for every missed shot. Okay. So they lost like 2000 bucks on him. So. so Phaedra goes Eight up and shots. says CT is a vampire and won't die, so she's going <laughs> to go for Trishel. And Which I, I thought think... it made sense. Everybody thought that was like really, really sus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was sus. I thought it was like, it's well, clearly true. it was because. Yeah. But the thing is, is that the reason that the system that they'd come up with is it's easier to move it left to right than to move it anywhere else. You have to start from complete square one if you're just trying to move it per shot. Mm-hmm. So for her to go, mm, I'm going to go diagonal, even though there are two other cards to the right. Mm-hmm. Like, why not just go to one of those if you don't want CT to go? Right. Because it's fine to not want CT to go and to go for somebody else, I guess. But, like, to go for Trishel was very weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't blame him for thinking that was weird. It's sus. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, she goes for Kate and gets it. Yeah. And now only CT and John remain. And uh, CT knocks John out and gets the shield. Well, it was great because CT, it was, CT and John were, were the next to shoot. CT had one shot to get John out. Mm-hmm. And after how hard this whole thing has been, he got it out on his first try, his mm-hmm. only shot. Mm-hmm. And it was only his only shot to, to definitely save himself. Yeah. So I loved that. Yeah. And he uh, was the one to figure out the left to right thing, too. He mm-hmm. seemed like, ugh, I'm fucking obsessed with him. You are. <laughs> I love wow. him. Yeah, we I love him. I love him. <laughs> uh, so they banked $15,250, which was not great. <laughs> compared great. to what they could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're chatting away in the kitchen. And yes, that sunken um, counter puzzles yeah. me every time. It's weird. It is weird. It makes not, no it's, sense. If it were elevated, it would make a lot more sense. Yeah. But then, but if the, if the whole thing is like Richie was suspecting, if it's for shooting, you know, so that you don't have stuff on the counter, oh. so the stuff isn't in the way. I would, I would buy that. Except, no other show in the world has ever needed to create and build a new counter. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think so. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I thought it was kind of cool at first, and then I'm like, when I think about it, there is not one good practical kitchen reason to have that, and there are several to not. Stuff would constantly be falling in. Nothing yeah. looks good only from the top like that. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It's the ugliest, weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, I love a sunken living room. I love mm-hmm. John Lennon's sunken bedroom and help. Mm-hmm. I love a sunken thing. The pit. The pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, oh God, chatting- maybe I should watch that tonight. Richie's never seen it. Oh, yeah. You should. So I don't have to watch it again. Yeah. They're chatting away in the kitchen. Trishel wishes that she could have dairy so that she could have mac and cheese. Ugh. Peter Which says, I don't know why it just made that sound like I can't have mac and cheese. <laughs> I can have it. <laughs> Peter says they need sriracha. And uh, I just, my, I, I needed macaroni and cheese. Of course he's a sriracha guy. <laughs> I'm a sriracha guy. I get it. But like, of course he is. He, I don't know. I, he's, you know what? He seems a little bit more like a crystal hot sauce guy to me. 
No, that's way too like that's way too interesting. Sriracha, it's like he got incepted to think sriracha is great. I bet he also loves bacon. It's not because bacon <laughs> isn't great, but it's because like, okay, so you're a millennial who was told bacon was cool during that one era where sriracha and bacon and stuff were all popping off. Yeah. I don't know. It's just there's Tabasco. So I meant generic. I mean, like Crystal's like a, a buck twenty nine at Bristol Farms. You know what yeah, I mean? But, like, but if you, they're all cheap. But the thing is, if you like Crystal, it's like, oh, you have made a choice to like something specific. It's like, oh, are you from the south? If you like sriracha, it's like, oh, are you in your thirties? Cool. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Yeah. I do have a great recipe for sriracha, though. It's I love sriracha. Fun. I just no, 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 use I sriracha. I, I just, you know what I did? I made a really weird little sauce. Um, a weird little dressing. I'm the sauce queen in case anybody doesn't know, which they don't because I've never said it to you guys, but, um, I'm very good at sauces because they're basically food cocktails. <laughs> so today's, um, I made, uh, I made, I'm marinating chicken and I'm doing, um, sweet potatoes with like miso and all this great stuff. But the salad that I came up with is quinoa and kimchi and cilantro and mint and mm-hmm. pickled red onions. Mm-hmm. And then I'm tossing it with this crazy dressing that I made, which I was like, I don't know if this is going to work, but if it doesn't work, I'll just toss it. But it was really good, which was um, sriracha and Kewpie mayonnaise. Mm -hmm. So like spicy mayo, basically. Mm -hmm. And then, but only a little bit of mayo. And then uh, the pickled red onion juice. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And salt and pepper and a little bit of hoisin. Mm -hmm. And it kind of, and then it's like really thin, but it really kind of tastes, oh, and, um, and a little bit of canola and grapeseed oil. And it mm. tastes like special sauce. Mm. But not in a way where like, that tastes like special sauce that shouldn't be that texture. It just works. Uh-huh. It's like kind of weird and Thousand Islandy, but like, it's, I don't know. So it's really good. Mm. It's more like, it's like a, it's almost like a Thousand Island vinaigrette. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really The hoisin good. is where you threw me. Oh, because the rest of my meal is, um, is all Asian inspired. Well, no, it just, like, it just... Up until then, the elements made sense. So I like that. I like elements that don't make sense. It's just a little bit of sweetness because hoisin uh-huh. sauce is pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, I guess I did put a little bit of honey in there too. Mesquite mm. honey. It was mm. so good. Anyway, so. that's just been sauce corner. <laughs> that's the sus sauce. Oh, God. <laughs> so Sandra's Sandra sus flying sauce. under the radar, damn it. Peter tells I know. Phaedra. She's going to fucking win. She better not. She will. Mark my words, Sandra will win. I do not accept that. I know. Peter tells Phaedra he doesn't want to think it's her, but he does. Mm-hmm. Trishel is, I just said, man, Trishel is so onto Phaedra. I know. She's so onto her. CT goes to Trishel and incriminates Sandra and Phaedra, but they don't want to do Sandra tonight. So, da 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And tactically, between the two, I want it to be Phaedra instead of Trishel. Which is, I think, is that who it ended up being between? We're waiting on one vote. Yeah, we're waiting on MJ's vote. Uh, but was it was it Phaedra versus Trishel? Phaedra blanking. versus Peter. Peter. Okay. Right. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, I just I like the good versus evil thing kind of going. Yeah, I know on it's now. perfect. So, uh, yeah. So here comes the vote. Well, the roundtable was crazy. John mm-hmm. gave such one hell of a speech. Incredible. God knows, I fucking love watching someone be good at what they're doing, what mm-hmm. they do. I love that. And he, he saved all his gusto for this conversation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I got, I genuinely got chills. I was like, "Damn, John, that was pretty fucking good." I love. She that. litigated right back at him. I, 
was just gonna say, and then I got chills all over again listening to Phaedra Parks Esquire. Yeah, fucking get John, put him, push him right out the window. That was just it was so crazy watching these two go head to head. I was just uh-huh. like, oh my god, I feel like I'm in like the hottest debate club ever, where like no one's hot, but like everything's kind of hot because everyone's doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she points out that Peter has had all kinds of closed-door meetings, and I think that that should be compelling for a lot of people. Plus, he has pretty obviously now put himself on the side of the traitors more than once. Like, he really should have accepted their offer because he's really so incriminated by it. The thing is, is that if if they thought that what Janelle was doing was enough to get her out, then he's done double that. Because what she was doing was being active, having a loud voice, making a lot of suggestions and being wrong. Ditto Peter. Ditto fucking Peter. It's you can't to act like you can't justify getting Peter out is insane. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. Um, We're about she says, I like the line. This is not the bachelor and I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. Oh, my Richie and I went, oh, shit. When she said that, it was like, oh, my God. I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With that Southern accent. Yeah, but then he says, you know I rejected your letter. And she says, I don't know anything about your letter. And I just, God, why? Why don't you say what letter? What are you no, talking they, because, because they, because they've seen the show. They know what, they're, they know that there's a letter. And he did tell some people that he had been offered the trade. Okay, show. fine. But then she, she should have. she still could have been like, huh? St- something more surprised. That's what I'm saying. It's no, like, what, what letter or what are you talking about? Or I, I did not write you a letter. Except the thing is, is that, yeah, she always acts the same. So like, I think her not being surprised, she's never acted surprised by anything. So it's just like, I mean, she kind of just like, wow, you know, but like, she's pretty even keeled and that's her strategy and it's working, you know? I guess. But well, I don't know. We'll see. we'll see if it's working. We'll see if, well, it has worked this yeah, far. Exactly. But it's crazy because Richie was pointing out that Alan Cumming has a, an earpiece and they can't control who votes any, for anybody, mm-hmm. but they can control where the vote starts, which mm. made me think about how somebody's watching an aerial camera, looking mm-hmm. at who everybody's voting for and mm-hmm. doing the quick math to say, okay, so like if we start here, then it'll land on this five board. That's a pretty crazy. <laughs> that's a crazy little skill to have to have. <laughs> wow. Because you have if you want to make it suspenseful, you have to start in the right place and it's just completely different based on wherever you start. And that's like you have to be running a bunch of different scenarios in your head to figure that out. Yeah. But so of course, they can comes- pause. They don't have to do it that fast, but yeah. No, right, they might be taking an hour to do it. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Um but it's funny because when they get to um they get to the end and it's MJ who's the last one. Mhm. She, as the credits are rolling, she flips around her board just a little bit and you can kind of see, mm-hmm. you can kind of see the word. I couldn't. So you, well, you can kind of, you you can see that there is stuff written on the front, like, so therefore you know it exists, whatever. Right. So Richie, the editor who loves to slow things down and and do frame rates Wait, do stuff, you need to say spoiler alert so people can stop? No, no. Okay. But yeah, if you don't want to even hear my guess because we didn't exactly. quite get it, but- um, then just skip to the end because we're not going to say anything interesting after this um, <laughs> or just stop. Um, yeah. But if you want to hear what it was, last chance, was we like we slowed it down. Mm-hmm. Richie took a slow-mo like many, many frames per second <laughs> video of it. Mm-hmm. And this, it took a long time. This was like a 15, 20 minute affair. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> Once he gets his little nerdy thing that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And so we slowed it down and you couldn't quite see it. And at one point, we were like, we weren't quite sure. And I was like, oh, right. She writes really, really small. 
Uh, and he's like, can you go to another episode and see her handwriting? And I was like, Richie, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, do it. So we did. Uh-huh. We went to another episode of Traders to see. Uh-huh. And I think it says Phaedra. Oh. It's, it's, I have no idea. I don't really know. It's just that it kind of looks like the middle letter is kind of blocky. And it kind of looks like there's a slant on the last letter. But I don't know. It's very – the reason we couldn't figure it out was because it's very – some editor that's not Richie was on the other end trying to make sure he couldn't do this. Uh-huh. So it's funny because it's editor v. editor. But Oh, um, that would be really funny too if it was a deliberate misdirect. Yeah, I know. And so I don't know. I just – it kind of like angles-wise, it kind of looks like it says Phaedra, which is bad news for me because I want her to stay. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. It's right. That's not a guarantee. It's very unclear. Mm-hmm. So it could be – it could well be Peter. That last angle could be the part of the R, mm-hmm. and that blocky part in the middle could be T. I mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We will see. But not I for can't fucking two wait. more days. I know. By the time this comes out, it'll probably be only one more day or the yeah. same day. So yeah. Oh, well, speaking of same day, something you can do today is go follow our Instagram, Nameless Best Friends. On don't forget to subscribe and don't forget to and don't forget to rate and blah 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 and don't forget to tell your friends. Blah blah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>